Hi, everyone, and thank you for tuning in to the IoT Insider. I'm Bernie McPhillips, and I'm Sales Director here at Pangea. And today, I'm absolutely delighted to be joined by David Mitchell, our Business Development Director. And this is your first podcast with us, David, is that right? It is, Bernie. Yeah, thank you very much for the warm welcome. Yeah, we're looking forward to this. Be with Pangea, what, nearly six months, end of October. Loving my time here as a Business Development Director, meeting lots of new telco partners and other types of partners within the industry. Um, so yeah, having a great time at it and um, thoroughly enjoying it. Awesome. Great to hear, David. Time flies when you're having fun. That's what I believe anyway. So as we're on both of these podcasts, we're taking a look at how we've helped a partner use intelligent mobile connectivity to, to support a customer, to develop new revenue opportunities and to surprise and delight. Before we do that, with it being your first podcast, David, I think it'd be awesome just for you to tell us a few interesting facts about yourself. Um, well, industry facts, but I've, I've been in telecoms for nearly 20 years. Um, I run my own telecom reseller business in Somerset, in South Bristol, selling an array of products from hosted telephony to connectivity to IoT. Really enjoyed the industry and wanted to stay in that industry. And IoT was, for me, the next big thing. Um, The growth on IoT is huge. And Pangea really fit the bill for me. Um, Really fast, forward-thinking business. So yeah, I'm I'm really, really pleased to be within Pangea, the team, massive growth aspirations for Pangea and for me personally, um, and um, long may it continue. Superb, David. I genuinely feel that we could end the podcast right there. Uh, it turns out you just really sent your, your passion, <laughs> yeah, your, your passion, your excitement, and, and I couldn't agree more. Um, and for what it's worth, you know, we consider ourselves the fortunate ones that, that you've chosen us and, and joined our business. And Time certainly flies when you're having fun. And almost six months later, here we are. Uh, but you, you mentioned how fast-growing the IT market is. And there's one stat that really stands out for me. And when people ask why we do what we do, there are close to 8 billion people on the planet. Yet there are 28 billion devices. And of those 28 billion devices, 18 billion of them, so way more than half, are deemed to be IoT devices. And the rate of growth in those IoT devices is far greater than the, hu- the growth in the human population. So if you're sat right here today, deciding which direction you're going to take your business or you're starting off a new business, and the decision is, am I going to connect people? Am I going to connect things? I know the choice I would make. And that's the choice we have made is Pangea. That's what we do. We connect things. We connect people. We're a provider of intelligent mobile data. Um, and we're connecting all of these things all over the world and making them smart and retrieving data from them. Um, and it, yeah, yeah. I, I truly believe the same as yourself. It's absolutely where the, where the market is going to go. So yeah, we, I think you know, most of our listeners will know, and a lot of our listeners will be partners of ours already. It's now a community of close to 500 partners, and thank you to every one of you. We're a provider of intelligent mobile data, relationship with all of the UK network providers and international providers. Gives us access to 960 networks in 185 countries. And we can just do some really cool things like multi-network services, so your device will connect based on signal strength and its location. We can offer true static IPs at network level. We can filter content. We can lock SIMs to devices. We can build flexible tariffs, long-term contracts, short-term contracts, and that's why our partners choose us. Um, but we're here today specifically to talk about one particular kind of use case and one and one sector that we're fortunate enough to be involved in, um, and that's sports stadiums. And in this particular instance, uh, football and the very top tier of football, so the Premier League in England and the Scottish Premier League as well. So we're fortunate enough to have um, five clubs across those um, two top tiers of UK football currently connected. So I suppose first of all, think, well, why? why? Why would a football club need solutions like yours, Pangea? So we think of some of the, the 
trials and tribulations that are faced by these clubs and indeed everybody when we go to these stadiums. They're often um, you know, the huge structures, lots of lots of steel, lots of thick stone, concrete, etc. Um, it can be difficult for mobile signals to penetrate, and indeed lots of people attend them. So these are some of the, the things that we struggle with, aren't they, David, when you're trying to get online? Exactly. Or, you know, if I go to my local team, Bristol City, you know, when there's nearly 25,000 there on a Saturday afternoon, you str- you'd struggle to get a mobile network or, you know, you're trying to update some information on social media about Bristol City losing 2-0. You struggle. And because of the vast amount of people there on demand, but also, as you say, the infrastructure of those buildings bouncing signals around left, right and centre. It's what it's what the people are trying to do, but the state, the, the football clubs and the sta- and the, the fans when they arrive, what they're trying to do now with the data the data service as well. So, if you think these stadiums now largely cashless, so you know it's, it's electronic ticketing in one form or another. Uh, there's, they're trying to monetize the match day experience, selling souvenirs, snacks, refreshments, um, match day programs, etc. And all of these things now need electronic payments, kiosks set up around the stadiums. There's hosted telephony in those kiosks with the staff need support or stock. There's typically CCTV for security. People that arrive using their devices to get in touch with loved ones, share the experience with people who can't be there on a day, post on social media, place a bet on a, a, your smartphone app. So more and more people arriving at these stadiums to becoming really, really data hungry now. And these, you know, these football clubs, they want to stay up with the times. They want to be able to you know, create that digital experience for their fans. Um, and so, yeah, they, they, they go to their trusted telecoms resellers, their, their IT providers with these challenges and say, you know, hey, how can you help us? And thankfully, you know, all these, a lot of these organizations partner with Pangea. So one of the most straightforward things we can do, as you mentioned about signal, you can vary vastly from within the stadium, one end of the stadium to another, which is typically quite a big geography anyway. So there'll be cell sites positioned around the stadium. One end, you get a really strong signal on one network, but it might vary vastly by the time you walk down the other end of the stadium. So we can provide our multi-network services. Our, our, our listeners and our partners should know an awful lot about those today. And one of the mainstay propositions that we've got, the single SIM, connect to all of the networks in the UK based on signal strength. So whether you're one end of the stadium or the other, you're going to be pick up whichever signal is at its strongest. Yeah, I think one of the things about those the multi-network offering as well, Bernie, is, is the fact it's unsteered. So there are multi-network offerings there that will steer to a particular network, whereas in, in this sort of case study, the unsteered works brilliantly due to the volume and, and as you say, the cell sites. Absolutely. And almost you know, criminal of me not to mention that. You're absolutely right. A steered sim would just connect to one you know, preferred network and I'll cling onto it for dear life. So it's not typically going to offer the best experience. Then there's any other things that the customer may well need. So if they're going to run hosted telephony, CCTV, even some forms of payment terminals, you will need a static IP. So we can offer true static IPs at network level. So we're emulating something that you would typically only ever be able to be done on a fixed line in the past. So now this is completely transportable, pack it all away when it's not match day, bring it all out again when it is match day, connect all of your, uh, all of your devices with a static IP, lots of stability across all of your, all of your hosted solutions. And we can then build flexible tariffs. Because football is a seasonal sport, um, kind of out of the typical seasons this year with the World Cup taking place in November, but typically a seasonal sport, lots of fixtures during the autumn, winter and, and spring months, and then not really much at all in the summer. And even the amount of fixtures per month can vary, depending if you're in the cup, out of the cup, in Europe, out of Europe, how many home fixtures in the league. So we can build flexible tariffs. So we call it internet. You know all about internet, David. So a flexible tariff goes up and down based on utilization. So it starts off on a low tier, 
moves up if needed. So then we're able to offer real optimization across um, the, the services for these types of customers, aren't we? Absolutely. And I think Instelet is, for me, even when, even not just on this case study, but with all of my partners that I've been speaking with and signing up and, and building relationships with, at the end of the day, these guys want to maximize as much margin out of each of these deals. You know, whether it's a low data sim or an unlimited, whatever it might be, it's all about the margin. And the internet model just gives them that opportunity to really maximize on profit. So if, like you said, as football season, et cetera, if they're not using, if we've built a number of tiers and tariffs um, and they don't use it, we'll just charge them the lowest tariff. But they, their end user may just be, a, it could be a managed service that they sell to their, their end user. Therefore, they are selling for a fixed price. So they can, so the seasonal trends work very, very well for them. Yeah, R- brilliant little solution. Yeah, it's, it's, you know, we talk about fluctuation in usage, and I doubt you know, fluctuation couldn't get much greater than with a football club when there's literally, you know, there could be five, six home games in a typical month in the winter, and then it completely closes down between the end of May and August, and nothing happens at all. So they're not paying for data that to, for data that they, they don't really need. So what we typically equip these clubs with were you know, 4G, multi-network sims, completely unsteered, David, thank you for mentioning that again, um, 4G routers, high-gain antennas, with a static IP, and that gives you all of the stability that you need when you're making, um, when you've got your hosted solutions running over there. We make sure the connectivity was secure, the data plans were flexible, and because of our private APNs that we've got in place with our network partners, our data effectively travels separately. So when data hits a cell site, it effectively travels through its own route into the core network, not with your standard business and consumer traffic. So all of a sudden, you know, one of the things that we mentioned before, you've got all of these people turning off, 25,000 people at Bristol or, you know, many tens of thousands at Premier League football clubs, et cetera. And it can be really difficult to get online as consumers. But these Premier League clubs, they still they need to process these payments. Their transactions need to break out. So by putting these private APNs in place, the data travels separately, less congestion, better network performance, and everything happens exactly as it should. So it leaves the club to focus on what they're meant to do best play football, entertain people, win trophies, uh, and knowing that all of their IT, all of their connectivity, you know, they've partnered with the right people to get success on that side of things. So, you know, they can concentrate on success on the pitch, keeping fans connected, keeping the club's solutions connected so that they can monetize that match day experience. Fans can buy the souvenirs that they want, stay refreshed, uh, and all the things that are important to them while they're there. But it, it then kind of just grew arms and legs a little bit from there, I suppose, um, with one of the clubs in particular uh, undertaking an overseas trip over to the USA. And they were concerned about security, data security, having dedicated connectivity for themselves. What's a, you know, They're out on training pictures and they typically take up quite remote locations for the training camps. They don't really be bothered too much by the press and, and, and have too much intrusion while they're preparing for the season ahead. So we gave them all of the connectivity they needed in the US, multi-network connectivity, static IPs if needed for the hosted solutions, multi-network to connect to the best signal in their location. So just emulated everything we've done from them here in the stadiums, but did it in rural locations over in the USA for this particular Premier League football team to stay connected to all of the things that are important to them. And I suppose, you know, with a Premier League football team touring to, the, you know, wherever they go, the US or whatever, it's not just a squad of 11, it's, it's a huge outfit that go. And if you can imagine the actual cost outlay, if all of those connections are roaming all the time, um, where we were able to centralise it, 
with our buying power and our technology and offer them a, a, a what sort of one-stop solution on one of our managed routers to offer them that international roaming. So just simplified the whole process for them and probably saved them an absolute fortune. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, I hadn't even thought of that, David, but you're absolutely right. Even Premier League football clubs have budgets, right? You wouldn't think it sometimes when you read the back pages and how much they're paying on the next international superstar. Um, but I'm, you know, they've, they've got budgets when they come all these things. So a great way to keep control of your costs by having your connectivity all in one place, centralised, hubs, routers, people connecting to them, as you say, rather than having all of the players, all of the coaches, medical staff, they take their own chefs abroad with them. They leave nothing to chance. You know, there's such a, so much science goes into these sports these days. Um, and the connectivity is now one of the things that is taken into account, maybe a little bit off piece, but people think about it when they're doing everything and anything now. You know, if, you, if you're buying a car, is it connected? Can I see what it is? Can I control it? Can I control my temperature? Can I lock my doors if I've forgotten to? Even now when choosing a house, I'm hearing people buying houses and they're interested in well, what's the, what type of connectivity is available. Is there fibre to the premise? Who's the provider? What kind of speeds can I expect? Connectivity just seems to be at the core of everything that we do now. And these top tier Premier League football clubs are absolutely no different at all. What a world we live in, as we said before, you know, all these billions of devices and just not going to go away anytime soon, is it? Absolutely. And, and I suppose as well, because these are our managed services, you know, our, our partners or our, the end customer can actually manage the data through what's going on on these devices not having to wait until the next bill month, you know, next, next month, well, we've got a bit of a shock bill. We can actually see real-time data, what's going through these devices. And we've, ever got, we've got other little applications like our Pangea Protect, so we can monitor, you know, what people are browsing and that type of thing, so keep it really secure. Yeah, absolutely spawn. Spawn, dude, you're right. Fully managed service, everything visible in real-time via our award-winning Pangea portal. Uh, again, it helps to control costs, make sure nothing unexpected happens and, just shows, doesn't it? Say everyone has a budget, even a, even a Premier League football club, and all of these opportunities that we talk about on these podcasts, every single one of them, whether it's connecting thousands of bikes across a city or thousands of streetlights in a fifteen-year contract, now Premier League football clubs, global airlines, every single one of them won through a partner, a partner only, David Wright. And why why do we why do we keep that up? Well, yeah, that's right, Bernie. We are. We are partner only. We do not have a direct sales force. Um, we've got no interest in that within our business. So we are there to support and handhold all of our partners. And what's the, we have a, a saying in, in Pangea, if, if they win, we win. Um, and that's through to marketing, to meetings. We, we literally hold their hand through the whole process and, and, and help them win any business we can. Spot on, David. Thank you. We talk about being dedicated in two ways. You're right. Dedicated to our partners and then dedicated to this form of technology. We don't sell fixed line hosted, mobile, any other form of telecoms. It's all about intelligent mobile data for us uh, and all about our partners. You know, with that in mind, you know, if you are a partner already, then I would urge you to get in touch with your partner account manager and speak about our case studies in more detail. We can absolutely help you to find, qualify and win opportunities just like the ones we talk about on these podcasts. And if you're not a partner, then David, what should they do? Please get in touch and we will help you. And if they've got any opportunities out there, however big or small, if you're new to IoT, again, it's a great opportunity to look at it. And we're more than happy to help new and existing partners. Absolutely. That's right, David. Just please get in touch one way or another through our website, call our 0800 number, contact your account manager if you're already a partner, hit up me, hit up David, anyone in the business, and we'll be delighted to help. Uh, please subscribe to this podcast, subscribe to our newsletter. The link to that's on our website as well. Um, and yeah, other than that, just thank you, thank you for listening, and a huge thank you to David. What a what a debut! Trying to keep the uh, the football flavour going, 
absolute great debut from our star striker, David, back of the net. Um, would you do another podcast in the future? If the money's right, Bernie, yeah, if the money's right. No, no thank you, Matt. Really, really enjoyed it. Um, thank you. Superb. Thanks, David. It's been a delight to have you. And uh, thank you very much again to all of our listeners. Bye now.